here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you want to go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, and each week I'm going to bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. Welcome everyone back to episode one. My name is Jason Liu and um, this is the business of feeling good. And kind of today's topic is I wanted to share with you guys almost a snapshot, almost like an overview of a place and time in my life where um, I felt like everything was crashing, everything was falling and kind of that turning point of how I dug myself back out. And what I really want to give you are probably about six different kind of um, bullet points six ways that really pulled me back out of that spiral, out of that struggle space where I felt like I was free falling, um, or I didn't know which way was up, or I really felt like, um, you know, I was just spiraling in a negative direction. And I can almost relate today's, um, there's so much uncertainty right now. We're recording this at the end of March, 2020. Most of us right now in the United States are in self-isolation. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, there's a lot of fear right now. There's a lot of um, real pain. There's a lot of um, you know, suffering when it comes to people's illnesses and sicknesses right now. Um, you know, financially, a lot of people are struggling and worrying about where it's all going to come from. And it really takes me back to the end of 2008, end of 2009, where I felt... Um, and while not the same as the situation we're in currently, I can remember just being in that spiral of not knowing how I was going to ever come out of it. Um, I just left my first network marketing business, walked away from, a, from an income, felt like the economy was crashing at that time as well, and didn't really know where I was going to land and what I was going to do. Um, I remember, um, you know, I, I was fortunate enough at that time to have a mentor in my life, um, and I'll introduce you guys to him, hopefully, um, in future episodes here. Um, but he was a great mentor in the sense that he kind of didn't take my, my BS. Um, he kind of stepped in and made sure that I wasn't um, kind of buying into the helplessness that I can't or um, I don't know what the answer is or, um, you know, why is this always happening to me? Really falling into this like victim space that I was in at the time. And I can remember him kind of sitting me down and, and just kind of like, you know, we're, we're not going through this today. And uh, uh, I was at the time didn't have an office space, didn't have a place I could work. So my office was actually my car. And I can remember I had parked it right outside of a Starbucks and, you know, I got my journal and, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just angry. Like I just want to push back, you know, you know, I felt like I had gone through these struggles and woe is me, why is me type of a situation. And, I can remember him saying, look, you know, I want you to stop the pity party now, but I really, what I really want you to do is actually think about a time and a place where you had the odds stacked against you. It could be a sport. It could be a business. It could be something in life where the odds were really stacked against you, but you found a way to persevere. And I don't necessarily need you to think about the actions you took right now, but I want you to more or less think about, right? What was the attitude? So the the, the thing that came to mind was when I first decided to jump into, into network marketing, right? Um, my first go at it, which was nine years prior to that. But I, what I remember about it, he's like, tell me about it. You know, tell me about what it was like before you started making money. 
And I can just remember the first thing that came to mind was kind of this insatiable appetite to learn, right? I, I, I had something that I, I really loved and wanted to be a part of. I was obsessed with how do you make residual income? How do you make passive income? You know, how are people able to get in front of the room and, and, and sell? Like, how do you do these things? And I can remember that anything I could get my hands on to, like Earl Nightingale tapes, Tony Robbins tapes, um, uh, you know, at that time, I couldn't afford afford the books that I wanted to read. I didn't couldn't afford the John C. Maxwell books. So I would sit at Barnes and Nobles and Borders, if you can remember those things, and I would read. I would literally come in every night and read. I had a friend that worked at a local Barnes and Nobles. He'd be like, are you seriously here again? And what I'd do is I'd come in every night. I'd, you know, leave my business card in the book, literally as my bookmark. I'd stuff it in the back of the stack and then pull it back out the next night and just read my way through it. And I probably went through... I don't know, 45, 50 books in a matter of a year because I was just obsessed. I was obsessed with wanting to learn. And he said, Jason, I want you to really hold those against each other to where you're at right now. You know, what are you, what are you reading? What are you obsessed about learning right now? And the truth was I wasn't learning anything. In fact, I was on the exact opposite, right? The antithesis of learning was, was I felt like I knew everything. I'd been through the experience before. And he said, you know, if you're not out there constantly feeding your brain, how do you expect, ever expect to have new thoughts, right? You can't solve your current issue with the current way you're thinking. You have to come from a new perspective, a new way of looking at it. And the only way you do that is to either, you know, feed your mind with books or in today's you know, economy, you've got podcasts, you've got audiobooks, you've got online courses, you have mentors, you have, um, you know, social media platforms, you have so many ways to feed your mind. But if you're stuck right now, I think the first thing to realize is you need to get back to a growth mindset. How can you truly feed that, 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 that need to see it from a new perspective? How do you feed that ability to, to learn something new? And um, that was the first realization that I was on the wrong side of learning. And that was really step number one for me was I needed to go out there and expose myself to a new way of thinking about the situation or problem that I was in. And if that's you right now, if you kind of recognize in yourself that you're not in the space of, of growing and reading and learning and listening, and you've got to find the modality that works for you, but that's one of the greatest places you can start right now to switch it from stuck to feeling good. The second thing I realized in that conversation was that I didn't have a clear outcome like I did when I was really in it, meaning I didn't know exactly where I was going. And you can say, well, you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But one of the questions that my mentor really challenged me with, we said, Jason, if you did know, what would it be? And he started me off actually with the things that I didn't want because it was a little bit easier to grasp. I said, I didn't want to be on the road 17 days out of the month. I didn't want to have to be away from my family because at that time, you know, my wife and I wanted to eventually have kids. Um, and I, you know, I, I didn't want to have to show up to an office every day. Um, you know, we're just, I just made a list of all the things I don't want. Okay, great. You got all those out on paper. You dumped it all out, right? Now, what do you want, right? And I said, I wanted to be able to, uh, at that time, 2009, uh, yeah, 2009, for me, it was, I wanted to build a, a network marketing company um, where I felt that I could do it in the highest level of integrity that I had um, to build it with a team that I loved and I cared about and work with people that were amazing and to build an amazing business. And he said, okay, great, get it down. And what began to form, there were small steps to it. And we can talk deeper about really kind of, you know, taking your bat 
and pointing to the stands about where you want your moonshot to go. But I think there's something really important about having a clear direction and allowing yourself to go back and dream again, even if it's outrageous or silly, or maybe you feel guilty about even thinking about big dreams right now because of where the economy is at or, or the fact that other people are in really dire need right now. But it's important to kind of protect that flame, to protect that fire, to have that dream of where you want to go because that's, that's the juice, right? That's, that's the magic. Um, so number two for me was defining where is that clear place I really want it to go? And that kind of ties in really with maybe 2A or 3, depending on what you want to call it right now, is why must you do it right now? You see, I was always concerned with how am I going to get there? What is the exact plan and strategy? And maybe you're someone else like that too. But for me, right, what I was missing was really the fuel to the fire. What I was really missing was why must I take action? Why must I do something? Why must I change my current situation now? And that went back to finding a why. In 2009, that was, I didn't want to miss out on my kid's life. I didn't want to be a dad that was on the road and missed out on the good things, right? Um, I wanted to be a present father, right? Uh, and, And it was... I can remember, I can, this, this one came back to me so many times because it was truly why I did what I did as I was willing to work my tail off. I was willing to figure out and find a way because my mentor at the time, he said, Jason, would your future child be proud of the actions and work you're doing today? And I was like, Oh, (laughs) talk about a gut punch. Right. Um, and yeah, I was like, all right, it's time to really go. So again, first one here is, you know, do you really have an insatiable hunger to learn and to change and to see things from a new perspective? Two here is, do you have a clear and concise goal? Three is kind of why now? And then four was this attitude, which I almost touched on, but it's almost getting back to this place of resourcefulness. And it's, it changed from being, I can't, I can't, and I'm the victim now to, Changing the, the, the simple word of changing it from I can't to how can I, or what would it look like if I knew, or what if I adopted the principle and this idea of everything is figureoutable, everything is solvable, everything is fixable. And what if I just adopted that for the day or adopted it for the week or took that on for the next year? What if that was my attitude? And I think a lot of times resourcefulness is incredible, right? It, it was, you know, being at, you know, being at a library, um, you know, selling an Xbox to be able to go to an event, um, you know, to, to, to meet speakers and things like that. Um, it was figuring things out. And I think so often when we have the resources, it's easy just to pay. But I think if you really want something, um, that you can find a way to do it right? You can manage and figure it out. I think that there's such thing, something really important to be said about you're never really ready, right? Uh, I can remember investing into coaches and investing into my business. You're never exactly ready to invest into it. Um, but I think so often in order to get to that next step, you have to put the investment in first to, to learn, um, to, to put yourself in the room with the right people, to, um, to learn from, from people that have gone further down the road from you. And it's an incredible time to figure out how to be resourceful and how to come up with the funds and um, think of creative ways to barter your way or to figure out how to just be there. Um, And 
Five here would be some sort of a plan. I think I left that conversation with my mentor to, to just to be in a place where I said, okay, I know where I want to go. And the lesson was, how do I reverse engineer it? Okay, I, I needed to do uh, maybe it was certain milestones, maybe it was certain things that I had to get done, whatever it was. But I think there was something to be said about, okay, I know where I, I need to be in, let's say, 12 months from now. Okay, what do I have to do in the next six? What do I have to do in the next three? And then chunk my way back down into what do I have to get done today, right? In order to get what a good week looks like, how do I get a good day today? Um, and it didn't always go as planned. Um, you know, there were days even after this conversation that I didn't show up properly or <laughs> uh, had one too many glasses of wine the night before and just, you know, didn't have a good next day. I think the big lesson here too was that self-care was really important. Um, what I put into my body, uh, health, nutrition, exercising my tail off, going for a good run or going to the gym and just look, I think that if you have a horrible day, if you get to the gym or get to somewhere where you can just work out that frustration, work out that aggression, it's an incredible tool for yourself because you go to bed refreshed, you get a good night's sleep, you eat well, you wake up and you go kick butt the next day again. Um, so that sixth real step is, you know, are you, are you taking good care of yourself? Are you watching what you're putting into your system? Are you, you know, eating as, you know, clean as organic. And I know that, you know, in this, this, this day and age, things are a little bit different right now, but that still doesn't mean you, you, you know, can sit at home right now during isolation and decide that you're going to eat a whole bag of chocolate chip cookies. Um, I guess you could, but um, it's an incredible time to really kind of, while everyone else is in this space of uncertainty, just one step in front of the other, just a little bit better than you were yesterday. So kind of my goal for this episode here was I want to dive deeper into these areas. Um, but I also wanted to give you guys just a basic roadmap here of if you're in a place of overwhelm, if you're in a place of stuck, go back to the basics. They're the basics for a reason here. And if you took something out today, like I don't have a clear and concise goal of where I'm going, maybe it's worth you know, pulling out the Spotify, pulling out some music, you know, finding a quiet spot in the house where you're not going to be bothered. It could be, you know, in your own closet if you want to, right? But you need 30 minutes to just kind of take the, uh, you know, judgments or self-talk just out of it and be really clear on where are you going? What is it that you really want to create right now? And if you have, do have a clear picture, right? Are you constantly learning? Are you constantly feeding it? Because, Yes, you can do the scroll hole. You can, you know, find your way through Instagram and just scroll through everything, or you can have the news on 24 seven, but let's be honest right now. You have a responsibility to you and yourself of what goes in your noggin. It doesn't mean don't be educated. It doesn't mean don't um, be aware of what's going on in the world right now, but let's be honest. The news doesn't have to be on 24 seven for you to get that perspective. You need to start learning and feeding your brain. And if you're here today, you're already doing that, but be, be hungry, right? Be resourceful, figure out a way to really feed it. Who has what you want right now, right now. And can you kind of reverse engineer it? Can you figure out what they're doing and make it yours? Um, that doesn't mean copy or plagiarize or any of those things, but that, that absolutely does mean go out there and figure out if someone else has the life or the business or the career or whatever it is that you want to create, that means that there, somewhere out there, there's a blueprint for you to be able to go out there and do it. It just takes time, work, and some discipline here. So I hope you take something out of today. But more importantly, not just take something out of it, but I hope you 
apply it. I hope you take some time, set it aside before you go back to the world or everything that's, that's out there right now, virtual learning, your kids, I mean, your spouses, whatever. Take something right now and commit that you're going to do something differently. I hope you guys got some value. I hope you guys can let me know what your thoughts are in terms of your feedback, how you applied it. I'd love to see that as well. Um, definitely find us on the socials, leave a comment, um, but we'll see you guys on the next one. My name is Jason Liu. Cheers. Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good, or you can search the hashtag BOFG. Again, that's hashtag BOFG. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going, and it's how I craft the content that's better going to impact you. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.